Day Ten, The Conclusion of the Decameron. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Decameron by Giovanni Boccaccio, translated by H. M. Rigg. Day the Tenth, The Conclusion. So ended Dionio's story, whereof the ladies, diversely inclining, one to censure where another found matter of commendation, had discoursed not a little, when the king, having glanced at the sky, and marked that the sun was now low, and so much that it was nigh the vesper hour, still keeping his seat, thus began. Excuse it, my ladies, as methinks you would, tis not only in minding them of the past and apprehending the present that the wit of mortals consists but by one means or the other to be able to foresee the future is by the sakes accounted the height of wisdom now to-morrow as you know it will be fifteen days since in quest of recreation and for the conservation of our health and life we shunning the dismal and dolorous and afflicting spectacles that have ceased not in our city since this season of pestilence began took our departure from florence wherein to my thinking we have done naught that was not seemly for if i have duly used my powers of observation albeit some gay stories and of a kind to stimulate concupiscence have here been told and we have daily known no lack of dainty dishes and good wine nor yet of music and song things one and all apt to incite weak minds to that which is not seemly neither on your part nor on ours have i marked deed or word or aught of any kind that called for reprehension but by what i have seen and heard seemliness and the sweet intimacy of brothers and sisters have ever reigned among us which assuredly for the honour and advantage which you and i have had thereof is most grateful to me Wherefore, lest too long continuance in this way of life might beget some occasion of weariness, and that no man may be able to misconstrue our too long obedience here, and as we have all of us had our day's share of the honour which still remains in me, I should deem it meet, so you be of like mind, that we now go back whence we came, and that the rather that our company the brute whereof has already reached diverse others than are in our neighbourhood might be so increased that all our pleasure would be destroyed and so if my counsel meet with your approval i will keep the crown i have received of you until our departure which i propose shall be to-morrow morning should you decide otherwise i have already determined whom to crown for the ensuing day much debate ensued among the ladies and young men, but in the end they approved the king's proposal as expedient and seemly, and resolved to do even as he had said. The king therefore summoned the seneschal, and having conferred with him of the order he was to observe on the morrow, he dismissed the company until supper-time. So the king being risen, the ladies and the rest likewise rose, and betook them, as they were wont, to their several diversions. Supper-time being come, they supped with exceeding great delight, which done, they addressed them to song and music and dancing, and while Lauretta was leading a dance, 
the king bade Fiametta give them a song, whereupon Fiametta right debornly sang on this wise. So came but love, and brought no jealousy, so blithe I wot as I. Dame were the nun, be she whoe'er she be. If youth's fresh lusty pride May lady of her lover well content, O valour's just renown, Hardihood prowess tried, Which noble me and discourse most excellent, And of all grace the crown, that she I am who fain for love to swoon, There where my hope doth lie, These several virtues all conjoined do see. But for that I less wise, Than me no wit do other dames discern, Trembling with sore dismay, I still the worst surmise. Deeming their hearts with the same flame to burn, That of mine maketh pray, Wherefore of him that is my hopes one stay, Disconsolate I sigh, Yea, mightily and daily do me dream. If but my Lord as true, As worthy to be loved I might approve, I were not jealous then, but for that charm anew, doth all too often gallant lure to love, forsworn I hold all men, and sick at heart I am of death full fain, nor lady doth him I. But I do quake lest she him rest from me. For God then let each she list to my prayer, nor e'er in my despite such grievous wrong essay. For should there any be. That by or speech or mien's allurements light Of him to rob me may Study or plot I witting shall find way My beauty it abide To cause her soul amend such frenesy. As soon as Fiametta had ended her song, Dioneo, who was beside her, 
said with a laugh, "'Madame, it would be a great courtesy on your part to do all ladies to wit, who he is, that he be not stolen from you in ignorance, seeing that you threaten such dire resentment.' Several other songs followed, and it being then nigh upon midnight, all, as the king was pleased to order, betook them to rest. With the first light of the new day they rose, and the seneschal having already conveyed thence all their chattels, they following the lead of their discreet king, heed them back to the Florence, and in Santa Maria Novella, whence they had set forth, the three young men took leave of the seven ladies, and departed to find other diversions elsewhere, while the ladies in due time repaired to their homes. End of conclusion of day 10